Welcome to Life Happens, where Texans come to protect their legacy and prepare for the second half of life. Join your host, Attorney Kim Hegwood of Your Legacy Legal Care and our weekly guest as we navigate the challenges that emerge as life happens. Now here's your host, Kim Hegwood. Good morning and welcome to Life Happens with me, Kim Hegwood, and our very special guest today is Dr. Jean Sadowski. And so good morning. Morning. So today we're going to talk about a really important topic, and uh, we're going to talk about oral health, uh, and it, ha- you know, how important it is, you know, when you become a senior, and so as you age, and so, and I so appreciate you being on the show today, and so just wanted to thank you ahead of time, and so, so let's kind of jump in, and um, and, and let's talk about, you know, uh, why is oral health important in the elderly? Well, it's the key to total overall health. The, almost all diseases are either represented in the oral cavity or we have issues in the oral cavity from that disease. So they used to have a, there was a lecturer that I had in dental school and he would say, you know, tongues I have known because the tongue, you can tell a lot of diseases just looking at the tongue. And usually physicians, they look past the tongue down in the, down in the, down in the throat, they go past the whole mouth. So it's really the major part of the body, the gateway to the health of your body. So just out of curiosity, what kind of things when you're looking at the tongue, do you see that in, in elderly that, um, Okay, the main thing is, is dry mouth. Whenever they take certain medications that dry up their mouth, dry up their eyes, whenever their tongue is is sticking out, it's pebbly and it's dry and they have a hard time talking, eating. It's, It's really a disaster because of medications that many of them take that there's over 500 medications that cause dry mouth. So, if if you have it, you know it, and you and it's a it's horrible thing. It's like eating a bagel with a pe- crunchy peanut butter on it, and then the casting sugar on top. So you can't chew it. It's dry. It it doesn't. There's no moisture. It's it's devastating. I was like, that just sounds horrible. I mean, it <laughs> truly does. I'm like, there's a visual that you never want, right? So yeah, and 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 like I would say, over fifty percent of the elders have that. Oh wow! You know, yeah, that's that's a that's a high number. It is. It is. And so, um, so is there any other? particular things that you look for when besides dry mouth that really trigger things? Well, bleeding gums, uh, whenever you brush and your gums bleed, that's a sign of, of periodontal issues, periodontal disease. Uh, and so you need to really be uh, active in the dental, go to your dentist to find out why is your gums bleeding? Because that's not normal. The more you brush, the healthier your gums are. If you're using the right technique and of course using a soft brush that sort of thing i'm qualifying it then <laughs> well my, my dentist sees me three times a year so he's very happy 
Well, your gums are probably very happy too. The, yes, since I did that, they're actually you know a whole lot better too. So. Yeah. And and you know that prevention is much more cost effective than having to have a periodontal surgery or having a tooth out because it's loose and you didn't go to the dentist, you know. So prevention is the key. Yes, I'm I'm with you there. And so most definitely. So let's kind of switch gears for a minute and um, and, and let's talk about, um, you know, is there a connection between, you know, oral health and, and cognitive issues that, that seniors are facing? Yes. Uh, one one thing that I just was reading last week is that they have found the periodontal bacteria that live in the periodontal issues in your brain after death. So it means that the bat bacteria is able to travel if you have if you have periodontal disease. So when it, when you have cognitive issues, you don't want to brush and you don't brush and you have you, sometimes you're even even uh, get agitated. You won't let anyone get near you. So it, it's it's better to get that. Uh, started earlier before the progression of, we know that, that cognitive issues progress until, you know, your fetal position, so to speak. But if you have teeth, they need to be brushed. And if the person can't brush them, we really need to find some loved one or a caregiver that can brush them and help them brush. So that's shocking to think that, you know, something having to do with your teeth, you know, is, uh, you know, affect your brain as, you know, as well. And so. Yeah. Well, uh, so far as having periodontal disease, if you have periodontal disease and uh, say diabetes, the, the periodontal disease makes the diabetes much worse. And they found uh, actual research has been done and they find that if they clean their teeth every three months, it lowers the A1C. So you can have a better diabetes uh, outlook if you if you have periodontal taken care of. So that that is very interesting. Also on uh, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, if you have arthritis and periodontal disease, it crosses it. It's worse. It makes the periodontal disease worse because of the inflammation in your joints and the inflammation in your mouth. The inflammation is what attacks the rest of your body. And we found that that inflammation is carried in the bloodstream and on the nerves. And that's how it gets in the brain. But that's how it can affect the heart and increase uh, heart disease. So it's all having that chronic inflammation of that bacteria around your teeth. Okay, well, I, I have to tell you, I, I have been, you know, I, I didn't think most things, I didn't think I could be shocked anymore, but I am today. And well, so, I, uh, so I, you know, it's like, wow, I, I had no idea. So, I, you know, now I'm like even more excited that you're on my show today. <laughs> you know, but, you know, I know from personal experience that, you know, that dental work can be expensive, you know. And so, so what can seniors do to help kind of defray some of that cost, you know, of taking care of their teeth? Well, they, 
defray their cost. Uh, if they wish to be treated by a dental student, of which I'm a faculty and I supervise the students and we have faculty here that supervise, the cost is one half to one third less than what it is. Plus, if you need specialty work, we have specialty students that are already dentists that are learning to be endodontists or periodontist or, you know, um, whatever specialty you can think of, we teach that. And so that is probably around a, maybe a half, maybe three quarters of what it is um, uh, out in, in the city. So that is one thing that they can do. Also, just going and having an evaluation is to, to actually invest because your teeth are the most valuable things you have. They really are more valuable than anything. You can lose, you can lose a hand and you can still survive, but it's hard to eat if you don't have teeth. It affects you in social. You can't be socialized. So uh, there's so many factors that people think, oh, your teeth. Oh, so what if I lose one? You know, I have 32 or whatever. But that really isn't true. If you if you end up like a jack-o'-lantern where your teeth don't meet, you can't even chew your food. And that leads to all the gastric issues because you can't digest the food. So it's really, it's really important to go be checked out. Then you can, you can say, okay, I've checked out. I know I have this, this, and this, and I can plan to take care of it or get a second opinion. I mean, we're all, we're all happy to give second opinions without, you know, without recourse, so to speak. And uh, I think that that's an, a very good idea to do. And I think that talk, seniors usually have loved ones. Loved ones want you to be able to eat. They want you to smile. They want you to be happy. And I, I feel like that I, I took care of my mom, but I was in dental school at the time and took care of her dental needs. But there is your, your family wants you to be happy. And I think they would sacrifice even to help you do that. Oh, I think so. I, most families. Absolutely. And yes. so, but how can family members uh, help someone that has dementia? Because I know that's a lot harder to get someone to brush their teeth. Exactly. Uh, well, we have we, what we do is we train uh, people in facilities to, to brush their teeth. The key to brushing someone's teeth that has dementia is that bond of trust. If some stranger comes up to even you or me and tries to brush our teeth, we're not going to be happy about it. So <laughs> But if my if my loved one, my daughter or my granddaughter gives me a hug and is able to kiss me, I know that I would let them brush their, my teeth because it would be a loving situation. And so I recommend that all facilities use one person to do that so that they can form a bond of trust with each of the of their clients or residents or patients or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> I know that nowadays they're, everybody's saying that, uh, you know, that nobody wants to be called older. They want to be called elder or, or senior or whatever. There's so many acronyms now. Yeah. And so I just want to be called young. So just so you know. <laughs> okay. I'll remember that. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, so, so let's talk about UT Health Dentistry Program. So how can it help seniors, you know, take care of their teeth better? Well, we have, like we say, come in for an evaluation, an assessment, and they would decide 
how how you help. Also, we go to many, many clinics. Uh, I, I had the list around here a while ago. We have many, many clinics that are low cost, like San Jose Clinic, that, that our students go and treat people. And uh, there are uh, out in, out in, uh, uh, like the woodlands and over to the right, I can't think of the city over there, the, <laughs> the town, but there's a, there's a clinic over there. I don't go to those clinics, so I don't know that. You know, I don't know exactly their names. I know it's called Tamagua, and that's all I know. And that means that it's an acronym, and I'm not good with those. But there, we have them all over town. We have them in the north. We have them in the west. We have them in the south, and we have them in the east. So we pretty much take care of, of have clinics everywhere. And if you want me to, I could email you that so you can show it on your show or have it available or they could contact me and I could send it to them. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know, where yeah. the clinics are. That, yeah, that I'd, I'd love to have that as a resource. So we have okay. a huge yeah. resource library. I'd love to have that as a resource. Okay. okay. Well, I will, I will get that out probably to Kim, to Catherine. Is that all right? <laughs> perfect. Okay. And uh, so, so Dr. Stavsky, if someone wants to get in touch with y'all, how do they do that? Well, we have a, a main number that they can call. It's 1-800, it's 713-486-4000. Uh, See, my, mine's 4064, but 4000 is the general number. I don't know how easy it is to get through there. You know, this is a, a institution, so sometimes they, they only take calls on the morning, Monday morning, and then when they fill up, they don't answer anymore. You know how it is in the health science center. It's kind of it's kind of hard, but they can keep calling that number because eventually, and they have prompts. So if you want this, if you want just your teeth cleaned, we have a dental hygiene program where the cost of getting your teeth cleaned is very inexpensive, but you have to qualify, meaning that you have to have the right amount of of problem in your mouth, meaning you have to have bleeding gums. You have to have something that they need because basically we're not here to, to um, give out free dentistry. We're here to teach students. And so basically we want them to learn to clean all kinds of, of mouths. So uh, we, we uh, want them. So if they don't need that, then they, you would not be at, you know, Come, you couldn't come in, have it done, but you could go to one of those other clinics because I don't think they have that requirement for for the students. Perfect. And so, all right, Dr. Sadowski, thanks so much for being on the show today. I have learned a lot. <laughs> well, you can have me on again, and we can talk about something else, uh, something more, because I haven't even gotten in. I haven't even gotten half through what I was going to talk about. <laughs> and um, so, well, we will definitely do that. Okay. And so, all so, right, thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Life Happens with Kim Hegwood. Be sure to tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. wherever you listen to your podcasts as we navigate through the challenges that emerge as life happens. The content of this podcast does not establish an attorney-client relationship or constitute attorney-client privilege, legal, medical, financial, or any other professional advice.